This is the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, episode 19. Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Weekly motivation and language learning tips to help you become fluent in any language. Now, here's your host, Ollie Richards. Hello and welcome back to the show. If this is your first time listening, well, first of all, thank you so much for checking it out. This is a show that I put out twice a week and I aim to keep you inspired and motivated in your language learning journey. It's a, it's a long journey and you need all the help you can get. So hopefully this will give you a little bit of motivation every week to, to carry on. If this isn't your first time listening, well, thank you very much for coming back and for listening again, possibly for the 19th time, because this is the 19th episode already. And today I have chosen an email question because it's a really, really important one and something that a lot of people struggle with wherever they may be living. And it's a question that comes from Japan and it comes from Steve. And, and Steve says, the thing I most struggle with is not having anyone to speak with. I live in a rural part of the country, so there are no Japanese language courses or classes. Now, wherever you live, whatever language you're learning, you know, the chances are quite high that you've run into this problem yourself. But the first thing I want to say is I'm not so sure I'm going to equate the two things together. Okay, so so Steve said that he has trouble finding people to speak with. But then he also says there are no language courses or classes available. Now, the thing is that often what happens when you take language courses or classes is that you don't actually end up speaking very much of the language. Uh, the teacher may even speak to you in, in English a lot of the time. And so I think it, this is something we've got to get, get straight right from the beginning, that just the fact that you sign up to potentially very expensive language classes does not mean you're actually going to get a lot of chance to speak. Okay, And often the kind of information and, and that you can get from a, from a class, you know, the sort of things you're going to learn, you can pretty much get yourself by sitting at home with a, with a, with a good textbook and a smattering of, of motivation. So I want to say that it's by no means a given that you have to take language classes to begin the language. I mean, you can, absolutely. But that is, that doesn't equate to speaking. All right. Now, it's extremely important that you start speaking as soon as you feel comfortable to, because if speaking is your aim, if you want to become conversational or even fluent in, 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 in your target language, then it's very important to start speaking because you don't learn to speak by preparing, by learning loads of things and getting ready to speak. You learn speak you learn to speak by actually getting out there and practicing interacting with people. Now this doesn't have to be random strangers on the street. In fact it's best it's best that it's not, to be honest, because that can be quite a stressful thing. The best way to do it is to by to find is by finding people either locally to you or online that you who you know who you like who you get to know and like and who you can have kind of regular conversations with and you can feel safe and comfortable and actually enjoy the interaction so what i'm going to do in this episode is i'm going to list a whole host of places that typically you can find people to to speak with all right and this is not going to be specific to japan it's going to be specific to well it's going to cover a whole host of different situations because i know that there are people listening from you know people living in in rural america learning chinese people listening in China, learning English. So, you know, this is a whole host of ideas that are going to cover a few different situations. But if, if you're listening and you're someone who hasn't started speaking properly in, in your, in your target language yet, maybe you're, maybe you're a beginner, maybe you're, maybe you're, maybe you've been learning for quite some time, but for whatever reason you haven't actually started speaking regularly with people, then the first thing I want you to do is to go over to, to this URL, 
uh, which is 60secondfluencytest.com. Okay, so that's 60, the number, and then secondfluencytest.com spelled out. And this is going to give you a, a video that I've made about, about the importance of starting to speak and why you need to do it. Because this will really set the tone because often people do think, well, you know, I'm just going to wait a little bit longer before I start speaking. Hopefully, if you go and watch that video, this will this will hopefully convince you of the importance of starting to speak with people sooner rather than later. Now, if you if you if you're up for it, if you think it's the right time to start speaking, well, here are the kind of here here is what I would do in any situation to go out and find people to speak with. First of all, often looking around you is the first place to start. So. You can, depending on the place that you work, you can look and see if there are any colleagues that you have, people that work in your organization who speak the, who speak the language that you're learning. You can also approach friends of friends, although I wouldn't actually recommend people that you're friends with because that can kind of interfere with the friendship. But you can certainly ask the friends that you've got, you know, do you know anyone who's learning my language? You can find people who are working in the local hospitality industry, often people who work in cafes or hotels or bars. Uh, do need to speak different languages in order to, to interact with different customers. They may be from different countries themselves. Um, libraries and local shops often have notice boards where, depending on the place you live, people can advertise a language exchange or something like that. If you've got a language school locally, they often have a notice board where there are lots of people, um, either locals or, or, or foreign students, who are looking to find people to practice with. You can also have a look in local newspapers or community forums online. These are all the kind of places where you can find not necessarily a teacher, but someone who you can sit, who you can arrange to do a language exchange with. So someone that you can sit down on a regular basis and maybe trade, you know, your English for their Spanish or something like that, or your Japanese for their Korean, whatever it may be. A few other ideas for finding people like this. You can look in online magazines often have um, classified ads. Uh, in Japan, for example, you've got the Metropolis magazine where people will put these those kind of ads, although I think you do have to take care sometimes with the kind of people that do that. But it's worth a look anyway, especially on the online version. Uh, you may have foreign community magazines where you are. In London, there's a great Brazilian magazine called Leiros, which is uh, full of uh, f- full of Brazilians and people who, who are interested in learning English. You may find, like in Japan, you've got something like the local English language magazine, which can be... A great place for for kind of foreign-minded people to 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 just just hang out and find out about events. You've, there are often lots of societies around. So if you live in a big city, you may have a Japan society where you can go and uh, and meet people, other people who are interested in Japan and probably Japanese people as well. You've also then got uh, websites like conversationexchange.com. There's meetup.com. There's Craigslist.com. These are websites, but these are all geared towards finding people local to your area who are interested in, in uh, well, many things, and also, you know, including uh, language exchanges and things like that. So any number of any one of these places can be a potential source of people who are interested in uh, in language exchanges of some kind, or people who are who are learning languages themselves. There's no silver bullet. There's no one place. I mean, you, for example, you may find it a little bit unusual to go up to someone in a in a local cafe and ask them if they if they would like to do a language exchange. Personally, in the past, it's worked extremely well for me. And when I've been living in London, for example, where there's lots of people from lots of different countries, uh, when I've been learning a language before, I've I've literally found I've been in a in a pub or something, and I and I've heard someone speak uh, one of the people working there speaking Spanish. 
And I just kind of say to myself, well, obviously this, you know, this person's in the UK for a reason. They probably want to learn English. Let's just see if, you know, this guy's up for doing an exchange. And some of my best language exchanges have come from just kind of being opportunistic like that, keeping your eyes open for for people and for opportunities, um, you know, around. If that doesn't work for you, if if your local area is, I mean, I know Steve has said he's in a rural area, so you might be might be more more limited in that case. Well. Going online is is really the best the best uh, solution and and these days when I'm learning a new language I actually do these things almost exclusively online just because it's much more uh, convenient you know you don't have to leave your living room and it it's, you know often people find that the idea of meeting people of having uh, language exchanges or lessons online they find it to be a little bit weird um, and I understand that completely. Um, but what I would say is that there are a lot of people just like you who are, you know, really keen to practice their language skills. And online is where people are hanging out these days. And so if you can kind of, if you, if you're up for giving it a shot, it can be a really good, um, way to, to, to meet people and to start practicing your target language on a regular basis. Which, uh, you know, for, for someone in Steve's position is something that is, is a really, really good idea. Now there's a lot of, a lot of sites out there who are kind of connecting both students and teachers but also you know learners and learners so you can you can not only find a, a professional teacher but you can also find other people who are interested in learning languages so you can do a language exchange i'm mentioning language exchanges a lot here because they're free i mean this is the big advantage of them if you don't want to spend um, too much money then a language exchange is free uh, i often find that actually paying someone a small amount of money to be your regular tutor is actually a better approach because they're slightly more committed in that case and they are there for the, the sole reason of actually helping you learn. So I tend to go that route. Um, but, you know, with, with the websites I'm about to give you now, you're going to be able to find people who are just literally up for exchanging their one language for another. And this is a way that you can get practice every day if you want. So it really is the kind of the, the easiest way in. My, my recommended option by far is a website called italki, and you can you can find that by going to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash italki, which is I-T-A-L-K-I. That's one of the biggest sites out there. It has a whole, it has a lot of people who are learning all kinds of languages. There's also conversationexchange.com. I mentioned that earlier. That's a website for putting people in touch in the, in, in, within one specific local area, but it's also a great source for people who are just up for doing, say, uh, online exchanges or even just writing to each other. There's wespeak.com, which is W-E-S-P-E-K-E.com. There's verbling.com, tandemexchange.com, mylanguageexchange.com, livemocker.com, languageforexchange.com, a whole bunch of similarly sounding websites. I'll put all of these in the show notes, uh, which you can find at iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash episode 19. Any one of these you can, you can go on and explore and very, very quickly you can be put in touch with people who are up for doing a language exchange. Now, the only thing I'll say about this, the kind of caveat is that it's not always, you know, the first person that you meet or even the first few people that you try to set something up with, it might not work out. All right. I mean, and I think this is to be expected really because, you know, the world's a big place and there's a lot of people out there. And I don't know about you, but it's certainly not the case for me that every person that I come across in my day-to-day life, I end up getting on with or certainly not being friends with, you know. So you do kind of have to have a go in with an open mind and be up for connecting with a few different people and 
finding someone that works. But it is well worth the effort because I tell you, there's nothing. The, the feeling when you finally find someone who who you kind of learn well with, who you connect with, who you enjoy speaking with, uh, in your target language, it's a feeling like no other. So it's really, really worth persisting, and you know, trying to find that that person or even a few people out there who can really help you get started and get that practice that you need to start uh, speaking your target language. So I hope that's helpful. If you'd like to ask me a question, then please head over to IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash ask and you can click a little button there and leave me a voice question. You can also leave me a question in an iTunes review, which is which will be fantastic. And you can do that by going to IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash review. There have been a lot of URLs in this episode. on this, <laughs> So you can find everything in the show notes. And at the end of every episode, I like to leave you with a resource of some kind on the topic of the show. And obviously today we've been talking about finding people to speak with. And I've given you an awful lot of resources, an awful lot of ideas in this episode. So if you'd just like to try one thing that's going to work for you, that's fairly certain to work for you, you never know 100%, then you should go to a blog post that I published recently called 12 Steps to Finding Your Perfect Teacher online and this walks you literally step by step through exactly what to do to to track down someone to either start uh, learning with like as as with a teacher or to find a language exchange and i'll put that in the show notes again at iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash episode 19 and that really is your kind of step-by-step no fail solution to actually finding it so thank you very much for listening thank you for your patience with all those urls and i'll see you in the next episode of the i will teach you a language podcast